0: Bridge Toll, California, customer service number.
1: Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand
0: Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western Hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? Engagement How long before a gift? wedding should I send out How many save the dates? Are in the first series use IMAP the the
1: to check find email on other spots. email clients. Identify fonts, fonts from where to find you were four the four news
0: Welcome back to to a CMO's Guide to the Post-COVID-19 SEO Landscape. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to continue our conversation talking about what you need to know about the digital marketing and SEO landscape in the post-COVID-19 SEO world. Joining us again today is Doug Bell, who is the CMO of Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. Yesterday, Doug and I talked about how Search Metrics is thinking about segmentation in the post-COVID-19 world, and today we're going to continue the conversation and talk a little bit about some of the digital marketing tactics and how SEO is impacting CMO's marketing decisions today. this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Here's the rest of my conversation with Doug Bell, CMO of Searchmetrics. Doug, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast.
1: Thanks, Ben. It's good to be back.
0: Good to have you here. Yesterday, we talked a lot about how Searchmetrics is thinking about the new world order, the segmentation that you're using. We went from a very industry-focused segmentation, e-commerce, media, and publishing, agencies, and now you're starting to think about segmentation in terms of Here's the types of industries that are seeing positive impact because of COVID-19. The food service deliveries, the communications tools, some of the entertainment companies. Talk about some of the companies that are really negatively impacted. Live sports, travel, hospitality. And then we're also seeing the vast majority of the people that you, know, you and I are running into who are trying to figure out digital marketing are essentially in a wait and see with their digital marketing budgets. Talk to me a little bit about how you think that this is impacting CMOs' decision-making. And specifically, tell me, how do you think it's impacting how CMOs think about SEO?
1: Yeah. So I think the wise CMOs out there understand that that there's going to be some advantage in the SERPs coming up. There's going to be space. In other words, their ability to invest in the SEO channel is going to get them some advantages, right? And, And we talked yesterday, Ben, and today, hey, it's a new day, and the segments seem to be holding up for us one day later. Yesterday, we talked quite a bit about the Loving Life segment. You know, again, these are the industries you spoke about that are getting a surge in demand. And then the Wise Investors segment, as we're calling it, which are folks that have the capital, are sitting on the sidelines deciding when to invest. I can tell you from the Loving Life segment that it's all about the meeting demand. So from an SEO standpoint, what that really means from them and how we can help is site speed. So we're seeing... I won't name names, but we're seeing a huge amount of trouble with some of these websites in terms of site response or site speed. And so they're quickly trying to invest and get site speed back into a good place, if you will.
0: So if you're one of those brands who is starting to see an increase in demand as a result of COVID-19, some of the things that you really need to think about are, hey, what the content you have already, how that's performing, but also are you actually able to serve that content to people in a reasonable timeframe frame? One of the biggest factors that we've discussed in this podcast ad nauseum is site speed, site speed, site speed. You need to be able to get your site and your pages loaded quickly to have Google put them in the top of their search rankings. Doug, outside of the companies that are seeing a you know positive business effect from COVID-19, for the people that are in the wait and see mode, how do you think about their decision making and where SEO fits into their media mix?
1: They're deprecating content, Ben. They're optimizing content. They're looking at some of their underperforming product categories, and they're putting a lot of weight behind those areas. We're also seeing some new content initiatives that we weren't seeing before. And so I I think generally what we're gonna see with this segment is the spending's not gonna come back right away, but where they are spending. So if you are out there in the digital marketing land, think about how you can help them with infrastructure and optimization. If you are in there trying to get them to spend more (laughs) digital marketing, I think you're going to have some struggles.
0: So Doug, as we start thinking about the bulk of the companies that are out there that are in a wait-and-see process, how should CMOs be thinking about the short-term decision-making process? How do they manage through this crisis?
1: Well, I think we inadvertently just made it through the first phase without realizing it. And I call this the chaos phase. And it's every time you're opening your dashboard, the eye-popping change in numbers and the shift in categories, right? And I think... What we're seeing here is that this is the beginning of the chaos cycle in the US. I think we've got a solid two weeks before we come out of it, but let's call that phase one. And and I think that what we have to look forward to is really the new normal that's occurring in phase two, which is China, Hong Kong, South Korea, to some degree parts of Europe will begin returning to this new normal state, which is some return to commerce. But in terms of how I'd recommend handling things, stop thinking in six and nine month segments, begin thinking about the marketing plan for the next 30 days. You've had 30 days of chaos. On some level, you're going to learn to ignore certain things and pay attention to others. But as we get out of phase one, we start heading into phase two, things will settle. And I, what I would say is this. For phase one, you probably had this experience of slashing budgets. If you haven't already, you're probably going to be in that place. Perhaps you're in a spot where we're looking at personnel or risk. This is a hard, stressful place to be. And I think the idea is to not overreact. But we also know that there are channels that are sitting out there that have been underperforming. And so for chaos phase, looking back, you probably made some good, quick decisions. But there's some other decisions you can make around which channels are performing and which are not. So some of those pet projects that in the past you've held on to probably deserve some special attention. And it's a good time to really take a look at those pre-crisis projects that are underperforming. And unfortunately, Ben, wield that axe.
0: So your take is, hey, look, we've been dealing with crisis. It is the new normal. The only certainty is change at this point. But we have some templates to follow in terms of China and Korea, where things are starting to normalize and commerce is coming back. We have a sense of the landscape of hopefully what the shutdown is going to look like. It's likely going to be a few more months, but it's not going to last forever. When these brands start getting back to normal behavior when the economy starts to open up, what is the next phase beyond the just immediate clusterfuck that we're dealing with right now?
1: (laughs) That's a good way of describing it. So I think, again, so phase one, this chaos phase, Ben, just to make sure it's super clear what's happening there, you've probably had some knee-jerk reactions because you've had to, right? Especially if you're looking to conserve cash. I think, again, you have that flinty steel-eyed look at other pre-COVID channels that you can slash. Now... As you're hitting the second phase, you're going to find that you have... This is all, not all doom and gloom, and it's happening for us, and it's happening for everybody. You've got channels that are taking off. And so for us, content, especially content around the basics that are helping people understand how to manage through, it's really getting a huge response for us. Right? So we are doubling down on those areas. And so I think for the broader segment beyond what's happening in our little corner of the world... What you're going to find, and again, I would say, we're getting out of that first kind of chaos period. I would say the next 30 days represents the interim new normal, if you will. And I think during that period, what you're going to see is the wise investors are going to start putting money back on the table.
0: Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google, That's previsible, dot io. So, Doug, what advice do you have for CMOs as they're facing this new challenge and sort of the new norm?
1: So, Ben, I'm going to say you've gotten through this period of time where you've slashed a certain amount of spending, but you also now have this window of time where you can begin investing in some of those projects that are taking off, right? So... As I mentioned before, content, especially basic content is really helping companies and really going to the core of what you're good at. You know, earlier you asked me what's a solid kind of first tactic piece of advice to keep people's attention, whether it's loving life segment, that's the wise investor segment, whether it's the existential segment. Please don't pay attention to that one for now, but it is half as big, twice as fast. And this is for any members of my marketing team who are listening to this. They're like, Not that old trope again. It's what I've been using to try and make sure that we're always focused on the right things. But get small, fast, folks. So if you've got a offering that is, let's say, a $100,000 offering and your sales cycle is six months, how do you shrink that down into something that could consume quickly, potentially rejected quickly, and also services that you can shrink down to provide immediate value? I think that would be my number one piece of advice out of the gate is, can you affect your pricing and packaging in such a way that You can get clients interested. You can help them. You're maybe even using lost leading strategies to get in front of folks. Get small and get small fast.
0: Yeah, I think my takeaway from what you're saying is in this sort of tail end of the phase where it's just been pandemonium and everyone's cutting their budgets. This is a time where you get to evaluate what actually is working, right? You've cut your paid search budget. How did your business perform? Obviously, that's going to be impacted by some of the global economic factors but when you cut out some of your primary channels, you really get a good look at what the impact of your organic growth channels are. And so with that data, you can start to double down. And as Doug is saying, look, as we start to focus on this next phase of you know dealing with the COVID crisis and the impact on the economy, you're going to be armed with new data about what is actually working without just buying all of your growth. So you can double down on investing in your content. You can double down on getting the right data to be able to answer the questions that you have. So Doug, just give me a quick recap of some of the advice that you have for CMOs as we think about you know, what's happening today, what's in the near term, and, and even what's in the long term. What's the guidance that you have for CMOs that are struggling to understand their content performance and figure out what their digital strategy should be?
1: Uh, that's a great question, Ben. I, there are three things I would focus on site speed, number one, (laughs) with a bullet, that tends to be the grunt work that your web development and products team, frankly, is constantly putting up because the demand is so high. This is such a great time to go optimize. Go do it now with haste, first thing I would recommend. The second thing I would look at is you have been waiting to deprecate content. You've been waiting to optimize specific tranches of content. You don't have to take on these huge content optimization projects. But look in those places where you've been in the past, maybe on the top of page 2 in the SERPs, where you've got that low-hanging content, guys, the SERPs are loose. (laughs) So things are changing pretty quickly, especially in the bottom of page 1. Get there and hit it hard. And the second thing I would look at is some of those bigger projects you've had out there that are about introducing new content, particularly into a product category, I would look at that as well. And then if I can venture out into the PPC space, so Ben, maybe this is the part 4. Pay attention. Pay attention to your CVRs and CTRs. Don't slash spending entirely. Reduce it. You're going to see opportunities out there, guys. Yes, there are not as many people, and if you're in B2B, converting to leads or opportunities. But look at those transactional perspectives from your side. There are going to be opportunities out there. They're not right away. There's a lot of money to be wasted and paid currently. But keep your eye on that ball. And I would say, when you go back in, go in about half as big. Uh, but again, look for those areas to to jump in. Don't be shy of pay.
0: Yeah, you know, my thought going through this entire process, and I run a content business. I'm not an enterprise level CMO, so you know, take it with a grain of salt. This is a time to evaluate and build infrastructure. No one is expecting great business performance from most brands. Obviously, there are some exceptions right now: food delivery, communication tools, etc. The ones that we've talked about, but. If you're slashing your paid budget and you still have your team working, it's time to refocus on building infrastructure, understand what's happening, evaluate your data, and put your effort into the projects that you've wanted to do all along but didn't have the opportunity to. You can actually take some real risk in terms of what your marketing mix is at this point because your performance marketing budget is just not something that you're going to be relying on right now. Everybody is pulling that budget. Spend your time building your content, optimizing for SEO, focusing on organic growth strategies. And when the world starts to normalize, you will be in a better position than you were when this all started.
1: Hey, fellow CMOs, we're used to these large multi-year plans. We're used to being able to operate in the gray between strategic and tactical. Get tactical fast. Think in terms of 30-day plans. I would say that there are a list of things that you have been looking at that are longer-term projects. Ben just talked about it. I just talked about it. It's definitely time to take a look at some of those longer-term projects and understanding that there is a new normal and we will get through this. But in the meantime, (laughs) as you're putting dollars into those projects, your immediate day-to-day revenue challenges are going to be completely different 30 days from now. And so think in terms of those quick, fast-acting plans as opposed to how do I write the ship for the next 90 days? Go 30 days every single time.
0: Doug, it's a challenging time. It's a stressful time. There's lots of change. I appreciate you coming on the show and talking to the SEOs and their CMOs about some of the best practices that you've seen at Search Metrics and giving them some guidance for how they can manage through this process.
1: Thank you, Ben. I enjoyed it.
0: Okay. That wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Doug Bell, CMO of Search Metrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Doug, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Market Advocate, or you could visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com.